Hello, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Marisa. And I'm Mariana. And we're the Kormeister sisters. As a reminder, this podcast is ready for teen for strong language and mature themes. If you like your podcast low on mature themes and easy on the language, then head on over to her's very own podcast, Unlocked, where they are family friendly and talk Nancy Drew and stuff and, and shit. And things. Mm-hmm. And stuff. So, Ariana, what are we talking about today? Getting real nerdy today. We're getting nerdy as fuck today. Yeah. <laughs> today we're going to talk about the Clue Crew as a D&D party. Um, Dungeons and Dragons, for those of <laughs> you who somehow have avoided knowing what that means. I want to know this? how someone has avoided knowing what D&D means, though. <laughs> what is this? tabletop dungeon crawler you speak of. Like, if someone in the year of 2019, which I almost said 2018, by the way, if someone in the year of 2018 2019 has somehow avoided learning what Dungeons & Dragons is, or any tabletop role-playing games are in general, I would be amazed. But, just, you know. So, the Clue Crew... As a Dungeons and Dragons party, I am just going to start it off by saying that George is the dungeon master. She's the games master. Like, she has to be because she is the only one who is, um, how do I say this? Has any sort of planning abilities. Yeah. Um, <laughs> or how do and she would make sure that all of the like like traps in in like a dungeon or, or something actually made sense like mechanically speaking. <laughs> uh, mostly I'm just saying like she's the only one who would actually have the will to keep a campaign going. Like anyone else like maybe once in a while like I could see Joe being like, I want to do a one-shot, right? And he would be mm-hmm. have fun and do a good job being the GM for a one-shot. But he would never be able to keep a campaign going. No. He would no. just stop asking people to come back. He would stop wanting to keep planning it. Or, like, I can imagine Bess wanting to, to oh, DM Bess. once or twice. It would but never like, work. she goes to do it, and nobody's doing what she wanted them to do. But there's no way you were supposed to go in that way. No, you were supposed to go in the left door. Then what happens if I go in the right door? I don't know. I didn't plan in there. Then why did you tell me there was a door there? I just was saying there was something there because otherwise (laughs) it was a blank wall and blank walls aren't interesting. It was world building. And George goes, you never, you never, you never describe something that you don't want the players to touch. (laughs) I mean, right? Yeah. Exactly. Um, so George has to be the the DM. Mm-hmm. Like that that's just how it is. She does all the voices, she does everything, she's really into it. She she makes like little sets for it. She has all the miniatures. She does it all, right? I love it. She goes all out. She does. She totally goes all out. Detailed map and everything. So like super detailed. Everyone else, though, the mm-hmm. party. I said, like, the first person that I immediately was like, I know exactly who they are was Ned. Because Ned 
is the most <laughs> lawful good human paladin I have ever seen. <laughs> he that yes. was that's exactly what he would be. Yeah. Like you can't convince me otherwise. Nothing nothing, you know, crazy and interesting for Mr. Nickerson. No, definitely not. No. Well, I can't I can't possibly not help this guy. I mean, exactly. And he like it's just and he wouldn't want to be anything other than human because he'd be like well you know humans are really interesting you know they get all the you know (laughs) proficiencies that this is it was like he's just not creative enough really yeah but you know he has his reasons but it's just like hmm he just can't imagine himself not not being a good person exactly human then I mean, pretty much. That's just how he is. That's, it is. He couldn't, and he wouldn't be able to. And role he doesn't play even really else. have a backstory either for his character. He just like, <laughs> of course not. No, he, he he is Ned. He he might have even like named his character Ed or something like Edward or 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 Den. It's something like that. Yeah, because it's Ned backwards. I, yeah, I love it. Denny. Yes, it's Denny. Sir Denny. His name is Eddard. No. Yes. You stop that. Why? But no, like, honestly. That's, that's Ned. That was the first thing. Ariana was like, what about his D&D parties? And I was like, Ned. Ned. Is it? <laughs> it went Ned and then George. Yeah. But yeah, he's definitely... Yeah. And then then the next one, though, that, like, on the opposite end of that, that I also was like, you know, who else would be? Is Deirdre? Mm-hmm. The most extra of extra. She totally <laughs> is a tiefling bard. Mm-hmm. Because, one, she was obviously just like, I don't care, right? She's just showing up because she heard Ned was going to be there. So she just doesn't care. She's not actually caring about any of it. She opens the book and she finds exactly. vicious mockery. And she's like, vicious mockery? That sounds fantastic. Right? <laughs> so she creates her entire character around being a bard because of vicious mockery. Like, yes. that's, that's, that's it. And then but Tiefling, what, what, because what it's drew the most her dramatic. In, I was going to say, what drew her in was she opened the book and she turned to the page on Tieflings and she's like, these are gorgeous. I want to be one of these. <laughs> Exactly. So now she has, like, this very intricate backstory about her tiefling and everything. Like, she doesn't want to, like, tell everyone all of this. Like, if George admitted to anyone all of the backstory she has told her, then Deirdre (laughs) would ruin her socially. But, you know, she definitely has intricate backstory for all of it. And, you know, she has all of this written out, all of her, like... How she started, where she, you know, everything. Mm-hmm. She's super into it. She just doesn't want oh, everyone yeah. to know. <laughs> right, though? Yeah. Oh, no, absolutely. She's, <laughs> yeah. She's very into it. She's very into it. <laughs> As opposed to Nancy. Who barely has any idea she's playing. She she does not understand any of it because Wait. she only shows up to every like other session. 
Like, that's the thing. <laughs> she's never there. She shows up to, like, a session. Her character's and always then... on, like, a vision quest for... for yeah. uh... <laughs> so, like, she was just going to be like, oh, everyone's doing this. So she's just, like, her first character she was just going to make was just going to be a human ranger because she was just like, I, I don't know what to do. And those, that's just what... <laughs> Was like she looked like she looked online about easy characters to make, right? (laughs) And George was like, no. (laughs) So George built her a character for her, right? So George went all in depth, made her like this half elf rogue, as supposed to be this joke character, like (laughs) as this comment on, huh? Get it? Because sneaky and it's stealing stuff like you always do. But then Nancy just didn't get it and just took it at face value and she just started playing it. And now George feels too bad to say anything about it because now she's like, oh, no, I was making fun of my friend and now my friend will feel bad. But little does she know is that Nancy did get the joke. And now she's just seeing how long it'll take for George to own up to it. <laughs> I like that. I thought you were going to go on about how Nancy was just like, it, it, Nancy's character literally just finds something to steal in every. All right. Um. What isn't nailed down to the floor? Oh, yeah. No, definitely. She just does. And now she just does that because it's just like. Nancy, you can't fit that in your bag, okay? Uh, Is the throne nailed to the floor? So what is really valuable in this room? Uh, Well, you see a beautiful golden throne. And on the throne. Okay, I take the throne. No, (laughs) I was going to say there's a sept. No, I take the throne. (laughs) Nancy, you can't take the throne. I roll for... <laughs> no, you're not strong enough to... Roll for strength check. I'm, I mean... <laughs> Ned goes, well, I could probably help her pry it off the floor. Ned? Ned, that is not lawful good... Oh, gosh, you're right. You're so right. I'm so sorry. <laughs> well, Nance, I don't think we should do that. It's not, it's not, you know... It's not very lawful of us. But... <laughs> Joe will always help her out. It's true! And... Joe... Is a dwarf barbarian. Gosh, he would be... It would be so terrible. They would be, like, feeding off of each other. Oh, yeah. Because anything that Nancy can't lift and steal... He would just lift for her because as a dwarf barbarian... He would and be he a strength all build. in character, too. Oh, yeah. I'll help you! Oh, D- Joe is that person. for it. He has, he has that terrible Scottish accent that he does the entire session that everyone wants him to stop, but he will not. The moment he walks in the door, that's, that's the, all, the only <gasps> way he's speaking. And he wears a fake beard to every session. And sometimes he likes to show up with a little toy version of, of, of uh, his, 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 uh, his weapon. Yes. Exactly. He is so into the action, like the role playing act aspect of it. He's the he's the one who's the most into it. He will not speak out of character the entire session. Nope. I love that. That idea is fantastic. And he like, oftentimes does it very meta. <laughs> it's true. Of course. So he's super into it whilst being super aware. Speaking of meta, though, is that Frank is the metagamer. And Frank is also the min-maxer, right? So he's specifically built a character around exactly what he wanted to do. So he was like, oh, I want to be a ranger. 
So he was like, what is the best race to be a ranger? So he went in, right? And he's like, okay, I'll be an elf ranger so I can get, because I'll already have the decks. He went all the way in there, made this entire character before going, oh, I should probably have like a personality <laughs> or like a backstory he, or something. He showed up totally <sighs> excited about it. He had all the stats and he's like, all right, I'm ready. And George goes, okay, what's your character's name? He went, oh, Oh, a name. <laughs> yeah. And so he doesn't, like, do anything in character. Everything he does is like, well, I think we should all, you know, let's take a second about this. Let's, let's, you know, everything. And, and George goes, Frank, you're not in the, your character isn't here. <laughs> but I can hear. I'm an elf and my hearing is... <laughs> She'd have to. I, I feel like he's the he's the player where if his character is out of the room, you'd have to send him out of the room. Yes. I've had to do that with players. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Um. I love you guys. Um. <laughs> but sometimes it has to happen. Mm-hmm. I have been that player as well. I have excused myself from from tables when my character is not. In, in the room, and it's very painful to watch. <clears throat> Though I was more of the... I remember my favorite... This is a, a little bit of an aside, but my favorite time <laughs> this happened was when I was playing Star Wars role-playing game, and we were doing... Um, one of our characters was um, Force-sensitive, and she was doing this whole Force thing, and the rest of us weren't Force-sensitive. And I was um, a scoundrel... And I, she was like doing this force thing and it's this puzzle and I had no idea what should have been going. My character would have had no idea, but as a player, I knew exactly what needed to be done. So I went, well, I may just be a simple smuggler scoundrel, but (laughs) maybe you should use that magic force power. (laughs) So that would be, um. That would be Joe. Yes. That would be Joe's character. He would do it in character. I may just be a dwarf, but... I may just be a dwarf barbarian, but... (laughs) But I still think... No, 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 I'm sorry. Ugh, I may be a... (laughs) Yeah, it'd have to be a terrible Scottish accent. Just awful, like, just nobody speaks that way. No, no one. <laughs> Bess, however, was so overwhelmed by the entire process, but she found, she was just reading through all of them, and she found a halfling, and she was just like, oh, these are my people. <laughs> um, And I like what you wrote in bet there about when she found the druids, because she would be a halfling druid, yeah. because that is exactly why I thought she would choose it. She was like, oh my gosh. Druids can take animal forms. I can be a doggy. <laughs> and then George would be like, uh, I mean, a wolf, but I no, no, you, you don't care. Um, <laughs> I'm going to be the happiest puppy in the world. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Okay, but you know you can't use this when you're, I don't care. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, pretty much. And then... <laughs> And then we also had two special special guests included as well. We do. We do. So, 
for special spied times when they would have friend, you know, Sunny and Jamila over. Because they have Sunny and Jamila over sometimes. Every know. once in a while. Um. So I think Sunny. <laughs> we both agreed he would definitely be a gnome. Definitely a gnome. Definitely. There's gnome. nothing else he would be, and I say a chaos gnome because chaos gnome. they are brightly colored and just ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> and the name alone, he would be like, oh yeah, no. And we weren't. I know for for sure. No matter what class he took, mm-hmm. he would stat it out incorrectly. A hundred percent. So, my, it reminds me of um, a post I saw on Tumblr where someone made a cleric that ended up having negative modifiers to any any religion checks they made. <laughs> so, I'm thinking that he would do, like, like, wizard and, like, not put stats, put his stats in int or something. <laughs> yeah. Like, he would make a stupid wizard. Something like that. So every time he rolls for a spell, it's, like, got a negative modifier. (laughs) (laughs) I, that sounds fantastic to me. Yes. Like, a dumb, just a dumb gnome wizard. (laughs) That's just... But he gets really into his character and chooses to love him regardless. Oh, yeah, Definitely. Got a whole backstory. A lot, a lot went into this character. Yeah, and he celebrates all of his low roles. Yeah, he's like this. This nat one. A lot of bad luck went into this nat one. <laughs> deserves to be celebrated. Yeah. <laughs> Do he's what you will it. with me. Huh? Do what you will with me. <laughs> oh, kind goddess. George goes, oh, God, please stop calling me that. (laughs) Right, though? Yes. 100%. And I said Jamila would be a monk. Mm Mm-hmm. I feel like that class really suits her, but I don't know what race she would be. I still never came, like, decided what race she would be, because I want her to be, like... She would choose one that is seldom used. Yeah. Not one of the, like, major... What's that, like, eagle one? can't remember um, it. It's in the Monsters Handbook, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that one has high... Because as a monk, you want high dex, high int. Um, mm-hmm. But I can't remember the name of it. Whatever. I don't play D&D very much. <laughs> I, I prefer other tabletop RPGs. Thank you very much. But she'd uh, definitely go for the one of the non-humanoid ones. Yeah. The definitely. more... Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's like, why, what is the point of playing a fantasy game if you're not going to be something, something fantastical? Exactly. I, I, and I definitely want her to be like some, one of those bird ones. There are several yeah. different bird, bird races mm-hmm. that have higher decks. Um, yeah. So that's what I would say. You know. Definitely. Just that. That's mm-hmm. all I have to say about it. <laughs> I obviously okay. don't know anything about role-playing games. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if they were to play anything that was, like, if they were to choose something to one-shot that wasn't actually D&D, mm-hmm. 
I feel like I feel yeah. like Joe would choose something steampunk. <laughs> Don't you yeah. think? Yeah. He would totally do a steampunk thing. Um I feel like Ned probably knows a fair amount about Star Wars. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. Maybe. If Bess was to do something, I feel like she'd make her own, like, setting that's, like, based in some, like, fairy tale. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think. Hold on. Okay. She would, she would, like, do something that's, like, everyone's, like, in, like, a gumdrop kingdom or something. <laughs> do, like, doing, like, a weird, um... Glinda voice the entire oh, yes. time. She's like, yes. All right, everyone. Frank would do. I feel like he knows a lot about like World War Two and stuff. Yeah, see, that's what I was so thinking like about. So like a weird war type setting. Yeah, I think he would do. So like alternate, you know, reality of what would happen in World War Two or World War One. Weird war. <laughs> okay, it's really funny that you bring that up. Just quick, quick aside because when we were talking about. Um, Frank having to come up with this character. They're going, oh, what's his name? My immediate thought was that he went, Franz Ferdinand? Um. <laughs> so, funny bring that up. <laughs> I feel like he would know a lot about the World Wars. I don't know what it is about him, but that just feels... Uh. I don't know. Um, Deirdre would... Oh, what would she set it as? If she was going to run a one-shot... I think she'd do it in some like dark, uh, dark realm. Yeah, like oh, this is the this is the. I was thinking like maybe um like a Lovecraft type thing. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know, just something very um, eldritch horror type thing. Yeah, yeah, where she I makes everyone it. like really, it's super dark and super creepy, and, and everyone at the going, end is like, is. Is Deirdre okay? <laughs> and she's like, okay. That was so much oh, fun, guys. That was so much fun, you guys. Thank you so much. <laughs> and everyone's just like... <gasps> Sunny would do something that's like... I mean, aliens, obviously. Aliens, yeah, but... Definitely, it's definitely not a Star Wars alien thing. More Star Trek, but still not quite... Um, whereas Jamila would definitely base her stuff, and I'm, I'm just saying because this is where all of her interests lie. She'd be like, it's it's sort of like Egyptian stuff. There's a lot of, she'd like create a lot of mythology around it. Hers would, yeah. Yeah. Or like maybe urban fantasy or something. Maybe. Including like myths and stuff. Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. But Nancy... What would Nancy do? <laughs> She'd have it be something noir. She'd just yeah. be like... She'd just do a murder yeah, okay, mystery. You can be whatever kind of character you want to be, but um, it's gonna be a detective story. So she'd just let everyone just bring whatever character they want. Mm -hmm. And then it's just a murder mystery. I want it... She sets it as like a murder mystery in present day, but she doesn't tell them that. So everyone just brings a character, like their interpretation <laughs> of what she's gonna do. So like George brings like like, a hacker-type person, and mm -hmm. Bess brings, like, a full-on noir detective, and Ned brings, like, a, like, a Sherlock Holmes. And <laughs> <laughs> They're all but, ready. 
But then, like, uh, Joe brings his just his dwarf. <laughs> I am a dwarf barbarian. Damn it, Joe. <laughs> Nancy's fine with that. She she encourages it. Yeah, she does. She encourages him to solve the mystery with his axe. <laughs> I like I like where you're going with this, Joe. I like your creativity. <laughs> The rest of you could learn from him. It's true. <laughs> Frank's like, I come as Frank Hardy. <laughs> yes, Frank just plays himself. But he plays as Hank. As Hank. Hank. Barty. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Hank Brady. Hank Brady. Uh, I'm Hank Brady. Um, I go around solving crimes with my cousin Bob <laughs> my cousin Bo <laughs> Nancy's like wow good job I like right. character <laughs> love it yes yeah so uh, that's what we think the click crew would be but what about Carson what if Carson joined for a day what would he be okay <clears throat> I can't believe I forgot Carson. <laughs> he would get very into it, okay? Oh, he would. Because um, um, George would let him know that his character was going to be uh, significant to the story. And she, she'd she be like, okay. So so I, I really need this character to be He's like, okay. <sighs> he's a wizard. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> he's a, he's a, what's it? Um, hmm. But he's like, he, he'd like do some kind of, crazy Merlin-esque character. Yes. Um, And he'd put on a funny voice. Oh, yes. Well, you'll never guess where I hid the next ingredient. It's... <laughs> yeah, I love it. It's true. <laughs> put a, a, a bunch of, of, of points into uh, wisdom, none into intelligence. And, mm. uh, and then it's there. like, oh, you can't do anything, Carson. <laughs> nope. You... You needed that. You needed that int. Well, I figured that as a man of his age, he would be very wise. <laughs> That's not exactly how it works. It's actually um, uh, a D and D podcast that I listened to. Um, one of the characters is she's she's got high wisdom, very low intelligence. <laughs> it works out great. It's just like <laughs> she does it with like a southern accent. She's like. I think I realize <laughs> when we were doing this that, you know, mama used to say. <laughs> so that's where it all comes from. Gotcha. Wise don't mean smart. It's it's true. And smart doesn't mean wise. Exactly. That's, I have to say. <laughs> I should know. Um... <laughs> But he would also definitely make sure that whatever it, whatever uh, race his character was, that it had, like, pointy ears that could be flopped over because of his old age. Oh, yeah, of course. He's very into that part of it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what we think the Clue Crew would be like as a D&D party. Uh, if you think we got something wrong, please let us know on any of our n- multiple social media. Uh, you can contact <laughs> us on our website, curlmeistersisters.myfightclub.com, our YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and our Twitch. And you can listen to us on 
on iTunes. There we go. Jesus Christ. iTunes, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. And you can leave us nice, happy little reviews there. And then maybe we'll read them on the podcast if they're good. (laughs) If they're good. But only if they're good. (laughs) Also, you can subscribe to us on Twitch to get access to our cute little wine glass emote. And you can support us on Patreon. Uh, so you can get access to our awesome stream cat pick straight to your inbox every week. Um, so what? yeah, the most important part of the Patreon, which is just at the $1 tier, by the way, yeah. <laughs> just so you know, the most important thing every Monday, stream cat picks. Gotta get your cat um, fix. Yeah, exactly. Gotta get your cat fixed. True. Spay and neuter. <laughs> Um, <laughs> that's what the Kromeister sisters say. <laughs> now <laughs> I want to make a little, a little poster with, with Sylvanas looking to the camera and it says, <laughs> Stream Cat says, always get your cats fixed. <laughs> Spay and new to your cats today. That's what I'll put on Instagram. <laughs> so as a reminder, I'm Marisa. And I'm Mariana. And we're the Kromeister sisters. And we're asking you guys to stay sleuthy.